When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply would have been so important as uh, finishes the game with the bag as he hits an eye over long on into the stands it ricochets off one hit there oh. and taken brilliantly by another that's a catch don't need a gj gardner home free play for that one taken clean at long on and new zealand win by seven wickets new zealand win the one day series against bangladesh New Zealand have a series victory over Bangladesh with a match to play, comfortably winning the second one-day international in Nelson. New Zealand won the toss and sent Bangladesh in. Their effort with the bat led by Sumar Sakar, a brilliant 169, a career-best effort from the left-handed opening batsman. The second highest ever score by a Bangladeshi man in one-day international cricket. But he was a bit of a, a lone figure as they could only muster 291 Three wickets apiece to Jacob Duffy and Will O'Rourke. New Zealand cantering home inside 47 overs with only three wickets down. 89 to Will Young, 45 to Rajan Ravindra. Henry Nichols top scoring with that 95 and Tom Latham 34 and Tom Blundell 24 seeing New Zealand home comfortably so. Chris Harris and Jeremy Coney join me in commentary alongside Garth Galloway. We've got our two maestros to provide some post-match analysis. Harry, it seems a long time ago, the first sort of five, ten overs of this game, but... I, the more I think about it, the game's really settled in a lot of ways. I thought New Zealand excellent with that new ball. That they took, I thought it was an interesting decision to to bowl first on a flat surface on a lovely day that smelled like there was runs in the surface. But uh, Duffy and uh, Milne put a lot of pressure on top. Yeah, I thought um, Jacob Duffy's absolutely excellent. I thought he bowled well underneath him, but slightly less swing and less less in the surface for the seamers. But I thought he bowled a really disciplined line and length and put the Bangladesh top order under pressure. And I thought Milne bought a couple of good overs at the start as well. Became a little bit more expensive at the end, but certainly the pick of the bowlers for me um, at the top was definitely Jacob Duffy, and I thought throughout, and even when he was asked to come back by a skipper after getting two wickets at the top, that first bell, six overs, two for 19, asked to come back to break that partnership, and he did. So he did absolutely everything you could have asked of him, and uh, I thought it was really pleasing. The partnership uh, Chris is talking about is the one of real substance in that innings uh, for Bangladesh. And uh, Mushfika Rahim putting on 91 for the fifth wicket for Mushfika was caught behind off the bowling of Duffy uh, for 45. Uh, Jeremy Coney, you're going to win a lot of games of one-day international cricket if you send the opposition in and have them 44 for three after 10 overs. Yes, you, you can, um, especially when... After that, of course, you continue to take wickets. There was only the, really that one partnership that you mentioned between uh, Shumaya and, and Mushfika. Other than that, and that was the only time they went above basically four, 4.3 runs and over, um, taking away, of course, the last 10 overs when they, New Zealand gave up 97 runs, which is probably a bit much. I think, in the context of the match. But the rest of the innings, they did extremely well. And I agree with Harry in terms of, you know, Duffy being the pick of the bowlers. Uh, he worked hard. He got the, the, the top players out. Mil is Milne a bit of concern, fellas? I mean, you know, I, I know he's swinging the ball in the first two or three overs. But once that stops, 
He's then going between seven and eight runs and over in both games. So just a little thought there is his lack of pace. He's not as fast as he's not or not bowling quite as quickly as he used to. Is that is there a problem there or potential one developing? Second one is O'Rourke's getting all his wickets in the last over. Just turn up in the last over uh, and he'll be fine. He, he's picked up three wickets, one wicket in Dunedin, all in the 50th over or the last over of the game. Um, I thought Ashok did pretty well, actually, in his first match as well. Got it to turn a wee bit and very accurate. He can work from that base of accuracy, I think, from there. So, you know, I think the, the bowling was that. And, of course, Clarkson did a job again for New Zealand, you know, six overs for 30 and, and picked up a wicket as well. So I think the catching is becoming a wee bit of an issue for New Zealand. They dropped two in the first game. They dropped three today. Um, other than that, of course, the batting. We've just we, we've actually talked about that, and it was good conditions, and New Zealand thrived, really. All the batsmen got themselves some runs. Uh, your thoughts on the Adam Mill point, Harry? He is down on pace. We, we saw him swing the ball quite a bit into them. Different conditions, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought I'd written a brilliant summary, and I was just about to go through it, and Sherry just about covered all of it. I, I totally <laughs> agree with what he said about um, Duffy, and also um, Milne as well. For me, didn't have that shape that he had in Dunedin, and I think he got away with being slightly slower than, than we have seen from him, because that's one of his real strengths. To me, he's sort of bowling in that 130, and if it's not swinging, look, he may be just bowling within himself, trying to buy a line in length. But, the, yeah, there's in, in the back of my mind, there are a few concerns. Is he, you know, just has he just lost a little bit of that pace that made him that much different? And I, I think it's something that we've got to watch out. But I, I, I just said pluses for me were the bowling. Obviously, Clarkson, another contribution. Shock, I thought, was great. You, you touched on O'Rourke. That is a concern that he's only getting wickets right at the end. Um, and, and the other great thing for me, well, all the batters that came in made a contribution. Henry Nichols was under a bit of pressure, brilliant 95. But everyone that batted made a major contribution to winning this game. And again, like Jury said, the big work-ons for me is the fielding. I didn't think it was quite up to standard in Dunedin, and it certainly wasn't up to standard here. You know, you can't be dropping catches. Look, you can drop the odd one where you're diving full stretch, but there was three or four chances that went down, and you've got to be taking the majority against those. Against better teams, that is going to cost you games. My only thought about Milne, just to add to that, Daniel, before we finish, is should he be bowling in the death overs? In other words, maybe he's a bowler that we need to get over early on, and maybe he doesn't bowl 10, maybe he bowls 8, maybe he bowls 7, but get them over before the death overs, because I don't know whether he's... He's actually a death bowler in terms of finding a line and a length and a way, perhaps those full wide Yorkers, you know, outside the off stump of a batsman and so on. We don't see any of that. And so I just wonder, is he a, is he a bowler at the death? Interesting thoughts. Jeremy Coney, Chris Harris with me. Let's uh, talk about uh, a man who starred second highest individual score by a Bangladesh uh, man in one-day international cricket, uh, Sumya Sakar. It was a gorgeous knock, Harry, wasn't it? 169, I think his first... Balls are first boundary sort of over pitched on his pads. He works away beautifully on the onside. Then he was the savage to the quicks outside of off stump if he was provided any width to, to give Bangladesh a bit of momentum early when, the, when they, the others at the other end were battling. Well, he gave his team a chance. He was under pressure at the start of the innings. He fought through that initial period where they were, I think you said 43 for four. They were under pressure. He did a little bit like what Young did in Dunedin. He got through that tough period 
and then he just absolutely shot. And some of those shots, so so powerful. Any time he gets a little bit of width and he can go through point or backward point, he was just savage on all the bowling. And then they, when they got a little bit straighter, when he'd got in and used to the pace, he got on the pull shot as well and also strong down the ground. You know, in the modern game, it's so easy and quite often this happens when, for me, the player of the match doesn't win man of the match, but today he was the absolute standout. There were some great, great contributions from other players, but he was in the losing team, but I think the 169, I think for me, he was the player of the match because it was such a, an amazing innings. And as I said, he actually, they were still 30 or 40 short Bangladesh, but he gave them a total that if things had gone right at the top for them and they bowled and fielded a little bit better, it was going to be a challenging total for New Zealand. So it was an exceptional innings. And hopefully he's in great form now, and we see more of that in the third one, Dan International. Give him an A+, plus, don't you, Jerry? You give him an A+, plus, but then the other 10. I'm not sure there's a pass mark uh, across the across the board. Mushfika gets a start, doesn't kick on. And the bowling, I, I'm not sure there's anyone who can really say, I, I did a great job. It was a pretty sorry fielding display. There's a lot more negatives on that Bangladesh performance. Yeah, I'm afraid it is for them as they sit down and contemplate in the next couple of days. How can what what can they do as far as the bowling is concerned? Really, the only bowler they have here of any danger in New Zealand conditions is Shoreful. We just got to that's that's the truth. And the wind and so on, it didn't swing quite so much for him, and so he had to battle a little bit harder for wickets. Um, and then they haven't got a second or a third seam bowler they didn't have it today you know they had Sahib and they had Mahmood but they're both very similar bowlers right arm medium and and really just along the wicket and they went for what they must have gone for 110 120 runs between them today yes they might have picked up a couple of wickets one was caught deep backwards square and the other one was caught look turning and getting a front edge back to the bowler so it wasn't as if they were got out and so there's a bit of a problem there, and that's why I thought Mustafizur should have played on that surface if he could have. And and the spinners again are finding that the this is nothing like Bangladesh conditions. You can't just run in and roll your fingers across the ball and get no turn. You've got to do something. And so they they are showing that they haven't quite got the skills in these conditions. So yeah, they they've got problems with bowling, seamers. Spinners, I'm afraid, and they've got problems with the top order with their batting. They have, if they're going to use those bowlers, get runs. <laughs> and the captain might have to take a few uh, charges. Yes. Might have to gamble a little bit more, Harry. You, you made the point, it was way too easy. The accumulation phase, there was no stress. The original heart was rate would have been quite low. There was a couple of periods where I thought they gave themselves a wee sniff to create some pressure. But I think it was after about 20 overs, the game for me at that stage had just started to drift and it just looked too easy for the New Zealanders. And you could just see where this game was heading as it, as it ended up. But I, I thought at that stage, as Jerry said, they haven't got a lot of wicket takers. So how can you do it? You've got to build pressure in the field, create some pressure and try and make the batsmen make a mistake or try and make them feel at least uncomfortable to take risks to score. And if you can't do that with your bowling side, you've got to do it with your fielding unit. And you've got to perhaps, you know, as hard as it is sometimes, you've got to go on the attack and bring a few more people inside that 30-yard circle. Look, what's the difference? You might lose by another three or four overs less, 
But I think you'll create opportunities. And when you get a wicket, and then you can squeeze again. And I think that is their best chance in our conditions with the bowling tack and the fielding unit they've got of taking on New Zealand. I'll get you out on this one, Jerry. Um, Will Young, what a backup New Zealand have. Um, you know, he's a middle-order player. He's made his home uh, you know, at the top of the order in international cricket. He'll still be kicking himself. He didn't make it consecutive hundreds going for 89. And Henry yeah. Nichols, a guy's copped a fair bit of criticism. Um, re- really important knock. That on a day like this against a side who was a little bit out of sorts, that actually made them pay, and he did. Yeah, I, I agree with both the points. Um, it's not hard to dis, you know, to, to say yes, of course, to those things. Um, one getting 89, the other 95. Um, I, Will Young actually is a middle order player originally, wasn't yes. he? I think from CD and the way that he's been able, to, it's a very different situation to suddenly go from number four or number five into a number one or two, and and he's you've got to give him full marks for that. So and he's very steady. He's got a full round. round you know, game around the field. He can handle the short ball, he handles the full ball and so on. So he's just in good form as well at the moment, isn't he? So, and he, he looked untroubled really getting to that 89. It was a bit of a surprise when he got out. N- Nichols is a slightly different situation. Um, he has been under pressure. He used the time to get himself in. He got singles to support you know, young at the other end, so he played a supportive role for a while, getting himself in at the same time, and then he opened out and played a few shots towards the end. So he'll be pleased with that form, and that, and I'm sure the rest of his teammates will be as well. The verdict of former New Zealand Test captain Jeremy Coney and, of course, uh, legendary New Zealand one-day international player uh, Chris Harris, part of our commentary team as they uh, reviewed the game. Uh, with me. Uh, they'll both be in the commentary box on Saturday when the uh, series uh, wraps up. Garth Galloway will uh, lead things. Ben Strang will be alongside uh, that game coming to you on Saturday from uh, Hawke's Bay in, at, the, at the lovely uh, McLean Park. I think our coverage... Is it a day night? I think it's a day game. I think it's a day game. I really should have checked that, fellas. I really should have checked that. Um, uh, that is all to come on Saturday. Then we've got uh, a T20 series uh, through, what, 27th, 29th and 31st. So uh, plenty of live cricket uh, on the old wireless across SENZ, uh, up and down the country. Uh, if you can't pick us up, um, just make sure you download the app. If you haven't already, you're missing out. High quality stuff. Uh, download the SEN app and you can uh, get uh, your little fingers and ears around uh, all the live uh, cricket commentary coming your way. Remember every ball of the White Ferns and Black Caps season. Live, uninterrupted, right here on SENZ. It's a pretty impressive display by New Zealand. They looked a class above, uh, considering uh, the number of changes they've made to the squad that went to the Cricket World Cup. Uh, the next tier, some really impressive performances. Jacob Duffy, uh, for me, uh, as echoed by Jeremy Coney and Chris Harris, uh, certainly has impressed. Uh, Will O'Rourke, shown some uh, good character. He's been under pressure in both games, conceding uh, lots of runs in his opening over of uh, his opening two internationals, but he's come back, he's fought back well. Uh, Adi Oshok uh, bowled much better than his figures suggested, and the top order are performing uh, handsomely as they rollick away. You may want to comment on that. You may want to comment on uh, anything.